This is episode number 165 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to Homeowner Show. We're so glad that you could join us from another live episode of the show here from the Homeowner Show studios. How you doing, Kev? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a little bit late. But it's not too late. We've been a lot later before. I told you this is we're the the late night edition <laughs> of home improvement. Yes, we're the we're the fun version of 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 home improvement. Well, that, I mean that's just what happens whenever you, you know, have a real life. Yeah, whenever you're busy, you got <laughs> stuff to do. Yeah, you know that's what happens. And speaking of stuff to do, we have stuff to do here at the beginning of the show. That's right. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. Go for it. All right, our first sponsor um, is Sustained Growth Solutions. So business owners out there, listen up. We know that a lot of you are looking to find new ways to grow and enhance your business, but it's difficult. It's difficult to find new clients, and some of those companies out there are tough to work with when it comes to lead generation, but not Sustained Growth Solutions. They have an incredible system that they build out exclusively for your business to drive warm leads right to your phone or your email. That's right. Warm leads just for you. They don't go to anybody else. And it's a great way to grow your business, uh, to expand. And uh, they are ready to listen to what your business is about and to win for you. And all you have to do is send them an email at info at sustainedgrowthsolutions.com, and they'll be ready for you. Awesome. And this episode of The Homeowner Show is also brought to you by Termosave. And what Termosave does is it addresses the problem of termites. Termites can be one of the most expensive problems that you have on your home. Yeah. And, you know, what... What do you do about it? Well, you can spend a bunch of money or you can let them eat your house. And a lot of people end up just choosing to let them eat the house. And and so what Termosave comes in and says, like, look, we have a warranty for that. And so for 35 bucks a month, you can put a warranty on your home. Termosave will protect the home in case of termites. Problem solved. Boom. No problem. Give them a, a shout. You can reach them on Facebook or you can email them at info at termosave.com. How you doing, Kev? Well, Again, how are you well, doing? Well, I'm doing well. And I'll tell you what I love right now is I love being outside as often as possible. Dude, it is beautiful it outside. Is, it is one of my favorite times of the year. This, like springtime, I love springtime. But this time of the year where it's gotten off of that horribly hot time, it's <laughs> finally cooled down. You can be outside. You can work on your house. You can work on your yard. You can do whatever you want to do outside and not feel like, look, I just want to shoot myself because <laughs> that's typically where I want to go sometimes, you know, thankfully, thankfully I haven't. I would imagine suicides go down this time of year. Well, sure. I mean, they, they, you know, they, they yeah. ramp back up around Christmas, <laughs> but S- statistically, statistically, speaking, that's yeah. right. How are you doing? I'm, well, I'm, I don't want to kill myself, so well, I guess good. I'm doing okay. Well, why would you whenever you have a beautiful tractor sitting right <laughs> outside right. your door here? What would you – I mean, why would you want to whenever you have that option available? Well, yeah, and that's what I've been doing for the last two days. I've been, you know, riding the tractor. Yes. So. Smart. Smart man, big, I say. Big fun. 
I had a lot of dirt to move. What kind of dirt? Well, it's, <laughs> it's kind of complicated. But brown dirt, red dirt. What kind of dirt do we have around here? So our our neighborhood is like like my house. Our neighborhood's a little bit unique. Oh. Um, in that we're relative like our homeowners association is really good with their money. Yeah. So rather than hiring a company to dredge our lake to you know clear out the low spots in the lake. Um, we bought a dredger and trained some guys in the neighborhood has to operate it. Yeah. Um, and so being the frugal group that we are, didn't come up with a way to dispose of the dirt that we dredge from the lake. Sure. So I volunteered and said, I'll take it. There you go. Because I know it's really good dirt. Yeah. Um, so I've been using it to fill in some low spots around the property. I cleaned out a lot of bad dirt from around the barn and replaced it with this good clean dirt and then moved and spread out the bad dirt to dry out so it can okay. fertilize the pasture and, and do some different things. So I've, I've been working with dirt for like the last two days and I've been having so much fun. Well, I, so here, here's my question about that. Mm-hmm. So this is water that was water. This is dirt that was once submerged because this coming out of the bottom of the lake. Yes. Right. But I've been in that lake, mm-hmm. and you can sink up to your knees really quickly. Yep. Which is why you got to dredge the thing, right? Uh-huh. So it's good, like fluffy dirt. Yes. Right. But when it comes out, I mean, it's super wet, but it dries really well, I guess. It does, well, and there are some. There's like some some of those clay chunks in uh-huh. there. Okay. But those will dry out and break up and become you know good dirt as well. Right now they're kind of like goop. Yeah, so because they hold water really, really well, I can imagine. So, so if you remember, some of you who've been longtime listeners of the show, which all of you should eventually be long-term listeners of, of the course. show, um, Craig had an issue, and the issue was that back behind the studio, which is where the horses live, which is right behind you, which is right behind me, is um, well, it was just a mud pit. Yep, just a complete sloshy, gross, disgusting mud pit. Mm-hmm. The horses loved it. <laughs> um, but it was awful to walk around and take care of the horses because of all that. So you took care of part of it by putting in like a gutter system, right? The, well, and that's actually something that's fixing. I'm fixing to take the gutters down because they're not doing the trick. Oh, okay. So yeah, the, the, I mean like the, the problem that I solved there is I, I came in with a, a miniature backhoe or not a backhoe. What do you call those things? Uh, uh, it's a bobcat. It's like a bobcat. Yeah. But it's like a, a smaller version. Yeah. Like it could fit through the stall door. Yeah, I mean, you probably didn't tip it over or anything. I didn't. No. So some demon goblin flipped that thing over. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it ended up not. I admit nothing, Kevin. <laughs> I know you do. Not. So, yeah. Admit. <laughs> it didn't flip over till the job was done anyway. So no. it served its purpose. Sure. Um, but <clears throat> anyway, uh, that's a long story. I don't really want to get into that one, but <laughs> it's fun though. One bourbon Craig doesn't want to talk about that. <laughs> Hang on. Let me pour me another. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, the gutters are going to have to come down for a couple reasons. One, um, we're expanding the herd around oh, here. Yeah. So I need additional stalls. Um, I'm not has allowed. That, has that happened yet? Well, no, because okay, I can't I so. until... You have the stall space in right. order to accommodate said herd. Yes. Okay. So I've got to I've got to put a I've got to put an addition on the back of the barn, mm-hmm. which that should solve the mud issue. Oh, because in and of itself you're going to be putting a roof over it. Correct. Okay. 
Yeah, so the gutters have to come down either way, right. but the gutters weren't really solving the problem mm. anyway. So okay. good riddance. So are you building the structure yourself? That is the plan as of right now. Okay. Because I, I plan to document it if that's the case. Okay, yeah. I mean, for <laughs> lots of reasons. First of all, the homeowner show people want to know uh-huh. how this is going to go, and the rest of us want to know if it stays up. You know, well, and it's end up being a one-man show <laughs> <laughs> before it's all said and done. So, <laughs> oh man. Which many many of the projects that I begin and finish, I look back and go, how did I survive that? I don't really know. That I shouldn't. Well, that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. As long as your name's not Alec Baldwin, we'll be fine. That's right. So. And oh, actually, I'll be fine. How dare you drag that man <laughs> through the mud? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're well. We should move on from that. No, no, no. If you okay. didn't know, Alec Baldwin shot a gal. That was not smart. And you know, personal opinion should be in jail. We don't share personal opinions on this show, Craig. I, so we're gonna um, cut that right out. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're. Um, Hang on. <laughs> personal opinions are coming yeah I, I i know they are um yeah so that was tragic it was i mean really let, let's just put this out there for a minute why are there even live rounds on the set anywhere why are they even close why anywhere near a a, a movie scene mm-hmm. do you need to have live rounds i just don't get it yeah i don't get it and the well, part of the part of the part of the issue there is that they use real guns on yeah. the sets of films. Yes. And so, if you have an irresponsible safety person or an irresponsible whoever the person is in charge of the guns, you know, you you could have an instance where that gun the day before had been used on a range. Okay. And then was left loaded, brought to set, not checked handed to an actor. I mean there's several steps in between that and that happening, but you know, that's a reasonable assumption to go this could have occurred, right? Yeah, I Yes. I'm not saying that's it's, I'm not saying that's a good excuse. Sure. No, it's it's reasonable. It's a, it's I an just don't know why you don't have well, you should just have more guns all the time, right? <laughs> that way you have your range guns. Yeah. And your show guns. For sure. Well, but like, you know, and, and what this, I, I think what this all comes back to is just the personal responsibility of this is like, look, mm. I don't I don't care who hands you a gun. Mm-hmm. Check the firearm. Every time. And you sure as hell don't point it at anybody or no. anything no. without no. checking the firearm. No. No. And, you know, what, what makes this a, a particularly frustrating circumstance is the gun in question was more than likely a revolver. And I think that's actually been reported at this point that it was a revolver. Yeah, because yeah, it, it yeah. Was, it's a historical movie, I think sure. set in like the 1840s. Right. So it was probably a revolver of some type. So like, you know, a, a good excuse might have been, well, this is an 18 magazine revolver. You expect me to check every single round in that? Yes, I do. Yeah. But you lose some of that when it's like, this gun holds six bullets. Right. Of which you can see. Yes. <laughs> it is so easy to pop that and check thing it. out and check it. Yeah. And pop it back in. In fact, that's part of the fun of having a revolver. <laughs> Popping the thing out and popping it back in. Yeah. So it's, it is a tragic, frustrating story. Yeah. And, and then to hear him talk about it as if he's completely removed from 
the responsibility of any of it. It's just it, it's a, it's a frustrating um, set of circumstances for those of us who take gun ownership very seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, and I I do think that that's that tends to be a misconception, and th- th- not to be in a political debate here for any reason whatsoever. I don't think we disagreed yet, so I don't no, know. We well, could, we're not debating. Well, <laughs> yeah, people people listening in the car right now are like those homeowner show guys. Like, here's the thing: um, most gun owners that I know are very responsible with it, yep. and they take it they they take it very seriously. Yeah, you know. And so I, I think that it's it just tends to be a misconception out there. That's my point. Oh, that gun owners are irresponsible. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. I th- that they're just you know out. Why why do you even need a gun? It's like well, there, there's way to have things that are dangerous safely. Yeah. It, it's it's possible. To which know? to which my usual response is, what entitles you to an explanation? <laughs> I, yeah you know yeah. <laughs> yep okay i'm with you yeah so there you go i'm with you well so today um as you have seen in the title whenever you clicked on the thingy in order to download today's episode mm-hmm. to watch it or listen to it you see that the title is the new ryobi see what i did there the new Ryobi link <laughs> system. I just wanted to see if you caught me. Um, and there's a whole new product coming out. Yeah. We like product, to talk about new products. Product line. Product line. It's all. And, and what's interesting is this was not showcased. In the, I promise you, had they showcased this in the little, the, what was it called? The the tool. I don't know. It was belt roundup. I don't know what it's called. The we tool not, thing. We did not speak favorably remember, of it, and I don't want to like repeat its title no, 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 even no. to let people search it now. No, no, no. We we because <laughs> no one needs to watch no, that it was, travesty of a tool reveal. There was reveal. nothing there that was worth seeing or yeah. buying. I mean, the only the only thing worth buying was the, like the clip fan, right? That was we got cool. forty new tools, and twenty of them are all the same drill <laughs> in a different package. <laughs> Screw you, Ryobi. Yeah, exactly. So if they would have highlighted this. We would have probably been a little bit more excited. This about would it. have been like this would have been awesome to reveal. It, why would they not reveal because, this? Because I don't think they even had the idea yet. You think in the past, what was that, four months ago? Yep. They came out with all of this and yep. was ready to develop it and yep. put it together since then. Yeah. And I'll explain why throughout the show. Okay, so here's the thing. Um. I'm sure that if you have very many tools, you have at some point in your life gone, I need a way to store these things mm-hmm. and organize them in a way that I know where stuff is. And so uh, there's been a lot of DIY um, little kits that you can make, you know, plans that people put out on Pinterest, that sort of thing. Yeah. Where you can go build like rack systems to put your drill and your. Um, reciprocating saw and your flashlight and um, the impact drill and, and all of these things line them up, right? Yeah. And that way you just grab what you need, slide it back into the slot, and you're good to go. Um, there's all kinds of little things, right? Well, Ryobi got smart and said, you know what? We can build one of those with plastic, and it's going to be awesome, and you're going to be able to buy it from directly from us. It's going to fit our tools perfectly, and that's what they did, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there's all kinds of things. Where do we want to start? 
I mean, I, so I, here, here's where I'll start. I, if um, we, we probably should have been smart and like like put some screencast stuff on here, that would have been like, screencast like added our screen my computer screen. Oh, that would have been. We can do that. We can. We just should have. Um, you can go also go just go look it up yourself. It's a Ryobi link system. Right. <laughs> it's it's the very first result on the top of Google. Exactly. Don't be a lazy listener. Exactly. Um, so basically, imagine a massive grid, right? So how how big is this grid? Two, four, six, two, four, six. You can well, you can make it however big you want to. It's modular, right? Yeah, that's so that's kind of the idea. It's this whole little grid system that you put up, and you can attach various things to the grid in order to store your tools more efficiently, right? Yeah. Okay. So so let's talk about one of them. What, which one do you want to talk about first? Are you talking about the one on the wall or the packout system? Yeah, let's talk about the wall first, and then we'll talk about the packout system in a minute. Okay, yeah. And, and so to go, going back a little bit to what I was talking about a minute ago, the reason that I think that they didn't have this ready is for the exact reason that you're talking about. I think they ripped this off. Well, Yeah. Um, I from, think so too. from people who have been making it on 3D printers and, and, and stuff for a long time. Um, and I, I actually, I mean, like when you when you would search for this kind of stuff, it would actually have like Ryobi's label or brand on it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. even though it wasn't a Ryobi product. Right. And so I think they just got wise to what was going on. I was like, look, these guys are making a bunch of money selling this stuff for tool organization. We might as mm-hmm. well just go ahead and do it ourselves. Um, but anyway, the, the wall link system... And how, what's what's the distinction that they make? I have the website up here a minute ago. Uh, but between the the what the distinction they may make between what? Well, but so there's the the link modular storage system, and then the, it's just called the the link mobile storage. Okay. Is what they call the uh, packout. What what I'm calling the packout store, and then they got the wall storage. So you got the mobile storage and the wall storage. Okay. Uh, what's what's kind of cool about the wall is it's kind of a honeycomb system. Yeah. Um, and, and so you can, you can stack the honeycombs on top of one another in order to create more, uh, slots for all the different stuff that you want to organize on the wall. And so it's not, what's interesting about it is you would think that it's just for like Ryobi stuff, but it's not, I mean, like they're integrating the tools with like sports equipment, lawn equipment, bicycle storage. I mean, all kinds of different stuff. I mean, you can really hang whatever you want. This is almost like a wall peg system, but yeah. Ryobi's own uh, modular system and that you can, you know, instead of having to have a pegboard, you just buy their honeycomb slots and you can stack them on top of one another. Yeah, and and so and it also looks like it has like a snap-on feature for some of the items. Yeah, because there's all different sorts of of ways that you can hang your tools on this thing. So. Um, well, and, and I think it's important to note that we're saying looks like because, because they haven't re- they haven't released this yet. They're right. just they've just announced it, and so like it's going to be coming to I assume Home Depot. Yeah, it's worse. That's um, primarily where they're going to be selling this. But it's it's not even out yet. Yeah. And so anyone that has it has been sent it as a pre-release by Ryobi. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, Ryobi. Hello. Um, Hello. You know, we could be giving much more in, you know, detailed information about this kind of stuff had you sent it to us. Done your job. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know the name of the show is the homeowner show? Yeah. Hello. Come on. So, so um, 
couple of things that they've got. I mean, yes, you can buy uh, what they call link wall rails. Okay, that's what you're talking about, the little honeycomb-looking things. Uh-huh. They just kind of snap in together. Um, and then on that, you you place the various um, storage things. Okay, so one of them, probably my favorite one, I think the one that people are going to like the most is the hanging shelf, right? It's a, it's a tool organizer hanging shelf. So it's one of those deals where you can, you know, you turn your your drill upside down by the handle, slide it into a little slot, and it'll hang, right? And so on top of that, then you've got a shelf. So you right. can put different things on that. So, so you can store your be... batteries, your <clears throat> other attachments for, yeah. those, for those hand tools. Um, so this actually irritates me to no end. Mostly because I just got done building my own yeah. in my shop uh-huh. to for my Ryobi tools. Uh huh. Um, and, and and even had to I, I I noticed especially for like your blower had to modify something to make it hang just right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But it looks great up and there. I'm, I'm looking at how their blowers hang in the ground. I'm like, you son of a. <laughs> yeah, because they they made it look pretty. They did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean mine doesn't look bad, but no, like, it's just not that. Yeah, I mean plastic looks great. Yep. Yeah, they can mold it. So, a um, couple other things. I mean, so you've probably seen some other brands who have done something similar to this, a rack system of something. So mm-hmm. you you have different um, different hooks, different sizes of hooks. Um, you've got power tool hooks. You've got these um, just like a utility hook. You've got a bike hook. You've got hooks for um, like brooms and mm-hmm. and uh, you know mops, tools, types, yeah. you know rakes and shovels and all those sorts of things. Um, so there's a bunch of different hooks, and then they've got some bins. You know, some little things you can put um, like pencils and pins in, or you can put uh, nails or screws or something like that in, and um, so there's a lot of different like just pieces that go on that honeycomb system to help organize all of your tools. And and if you have Ryobi tools, you know that they are making these specifically for their devices. So their devices are going to fit into it very, very well. Right. Well, and I think I think it's important to note that when we say that we're talking about their power tools and their yard equipment. Yes. Everything else is pretty universal. It is, yeah. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, you got to think about it. Most most drills and, and those sorts of things, you know, they're even going to be somewhat similar, but they're going to have different bases. But like, when you when you say, like, especially for like a, a rake or a shovel or those sorts of things, I mean, that's going to be pretty universal for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like even like the sports equipment, like a baseball bat, to baseball bat, right? You know, the ball bag. I mean, like that's it's going to fit any ball. Um, so I mean, like any any other t- like I think I see on there like it, they've got like some tape hanging from it. I mean, like, like yeah. there's some things that are just going to be universally. One of the, the interesting thing, one of the interesting things to me is the sideways storage box. Oh yeah. So and this is this is one of the things, and I think you the way you mentioned this before the show was you said I mean it looks like they're they've got Legos. Yeah. And, and because that thing just snaps into the wall right where uh where those honeycombs are, uh-huh. and this is part of the packout system. And I call it the packout. So they're calling it the link system, but like we all call it the packout system because I think Milwaukee is the first one to do that, and they call it the packout system. Right. So so imagine a very high tech um, storage unit for all of your tools, and so you've got a bigger a bigger con- compartment that's on wheels, right? 
and that that might hold power tools and some of your larger equipment. And then you got smaller um, modular containers mm-hmm. that storage containers that can hold different things like bits and screws and you know all different all different types of tools that are smaller um, that that are going to fit into those smaller bins and they all stack on top of each other and it, it's like a rolling around a suitcase right? yeah yeah no there's really really cool yeah and, and and it really does it looks like Legos yeah on top of you know that how they kind of fit together and so what I'm really interested because I, I would say that okay so rigid has a pack out type system as well and I think Craftsman does too they do um, yeah so Ryobi's now finally come out with theirs and what I'm finding with most most of the time, it's not always true, but most of the time, Ryobi is one of the less least expensive ones, right? Yes. But I but I typically find their quality to be pretty good, especially for the majority of homeowners out there. Yeah. And I, I think this is going to be a really, really handy system for, for a lot of people whenever it comes to just storing their equipment. Well, I mean, like, for for me, like, we, we use Ryobi tools in the business, and so, yeah. like, the ability to have a pack-out system like this, and I think... If I was looking at the pictures right, again, this hasn't been released, so I don't know for sure. It looks like the tool hanging shelf on mm-hmm. the modular system mm-hmm. fits into the packout system. Yeah, it does. So you could pull it off the wall, mm-hmm. put it right in the packout system, and down the road you go. So you don't yeah. have to like remove and you know, like you just take that shelf off, slide it in the packout, and off you go. Yep. Um, that's killer. Yeah, I mean, again, you're. You've just got there. Everything has its place, and there's a place for everything, right? Right. And and you know, for for men that want to have an organized garage, I think this is going to be a game changer. In fact, one of the things I think this is going to be a game changer for is men that are going, man, I sure would love to have a tool a tool chest, but I either a don't want to buy one because they're too expensive, yep, um, or b they just take up a lot of room, mm-hmm. and and I've got a smaller garage, and I've only got so much space. But if I could basically have all my stuff organized and just put it on the wall in a low-profile way, that probably makes more sense for some people. So then, not only that, now you have a portable system that you can take with you anywhere. You can't take some of those <laughs> some of those tool chests. You can't take those anywhere. They're way too heavy. Oh, right? yeah. You can't take them anywhere. They're not built to take where anywhere. But this is this is portable, and we live in an increasingly portable, uh, you know, lifestyle these days. So, I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm really interested. I think it's something that's going to be in my possession. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have it. Well, I, so. yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of the same way because I mean, like, for for our work, I mean, like, I I need something like this in in order to, you know. One my one of my big frustrations with power tools in general is most of the time the way one of the incentives that they give you to buy the tools is you get a free tool bag. Sure. You know, and, and so I don't know if anybody else has had this experience, but like my tools in a tool bag that they provide as like an incentive to buy they just get boogered up in there. <laughs> yeah, I and know. I, I hate it when my tools look like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just frustrating to me. And so being able to like take them off the shelf where they're already hanging mm-hmm. nice and neat, because they're gonna get boogered up when I use them no matter what. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna I'm gonna use the tool, mm-hmm. but as I carry it, th- 
they get dirtier that way more than when I use them just by oh, rubbing yeah. on one another. And so to be able yeah. to put it in a container system like this where they're going to travel secure and they're going to hang and they're going to they're going to stay nicer longer, right? By by doing this. Um so I'm 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 super excited and it also looks like you can sort of mix and match your your bits and pieces that you have. And it's also if you've never seen a pack out system like what we're talking about, for those of you that may not even know, I mean, this is essentially like a dolly that yes. has boxes with latches on it that have inside it different smaller compartmentalized storage pieces to put bits and screws and you know just all your knickknacks and paddywhacks to, to go on down the road with whatever tool and project that you're working on. So it, you know it, it, it's really, really helpful to keep you organized because again, like if you just have like a tool bag mm -hmm. in your truck or car or whatever it is, like you know you throw screws in there, they're going to go all over the place yeah. and you, you know like it, it, everything gets, just gets mixed up and discombobulated. And then when you get to the work site, you're just frustrated because you can't find anything. And like you stick your hand in there and your fingers get sliced by a keyhole saw and you know been there. Day's screwed at that point. Yeah, I mean, it, you, it's a good point. I mean, this just organizes things so much better. I mean, I, I can't tell you how how often I look at. I keep a toolbox with me, and so, and I know you keep more than I do with you even. But like, every time I go to look for something, I don't know where it is, and so this this organization system is gonna be so good. In fact, um, our Fred Rod um, just just posted on here that um, that one of the specs that's really really impressive. Is that two rails, two of these, uh, the link rails, mm -hmm. hold 75 pounds per square foot? Holy crap! Yeah. So, I, I guess that that's assuming uh, that you anchor it. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's gonna have to be put into a stud. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, a, a well, lot I don't of know. I mean, like 75 pounds on a piece of sheetrock. That's, I mean, like if it's if it's anchored and dis displaced across a piece of yeah, it could. I mean, because secured I mean, sheetrock now I mean, it can now, probably hold 75 pounds. Yeah, I mean, now that you've got the um, the anchors, these some of these anchors are pretty impressive, right? Yeah. I mean, they the these wall anchors are are pretty amazing. Um, and there's all, you know, there's toggles and different things that can hold more, um, than other things. But what I am interested to know, and, and I just haven't done the research on this to find out yet is, do you have to have some sort of sheetrock or some sort of, um, back or up, or can you just put them in between studs? You know, cause some, some garages aren't fully built out yet, you yeah. know? Well, I think the, I think the problem with putting, un unless like they're, as perfectly measured, and again, I, look. I, I don't know what sec, how long these sections are. I'm gonna look because I would that would have to take in that would have to be an assumption that it's framed properly. <laughs> well, and, and and every house is different. I mean, just because uh, it's supposed to be 16 inches doesn't mean that it is. My house and, isn't. And well, yours is like 22 inches, isn't it? For no. Some of them. It, well, it, so it, it's spaced properly. Uh huh. Just not vertically. Oh. They're horizontal. What? Yeah. That. I. Have we never talked about this before? Well, no. That's just a. It's, oh my gosh. I have so many. I mean, it's a fire block. It's good for that, right? Like, I mean. I, I, I'm totally speechless right now. Yeah, according, <laughs> according to people that I've had out at the house, they're like, look, it's, it, there's nothing structurally wrong with it. It's barn framed. It's just a different way to frame. I'm like, why was it done like this? And they go, because it was a barn. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> there you go. 
Okay, so here here's what I just found. The um the links the the railing links are thirty three inches by six and a half inches. So they're pretty wide. Yeah. So hitting a stud on these things is not gonna be difficult to do. Yeah, what I what I was wondering though is like say where you wanted it on the wall, mm-hmm. the end of the track mm-hmm. ends in between two studs. So then does it like Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? No, I, I completely understand what you're saying, which means to me that I, I think you need to have some sort of backer up behind it. I would assume so. And yeah. and I mean all the pictures that we see it's sheetrocked. Yeah. So which I mean Almost every new home I go to now, there is not a bare wall garage amongst them. They're all sheetrocked and finished. Especially the new ones. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, like all the new ones I go to, they're all there's there's not right. a bare stud garage. I haven't seen a bare stud garage on a new house in ever. In, <laughs> wow, in ever. In that's in the last good. in the last twenty years, well, I haven't, haven't seen one. And you're in quite a few homes. Yeah. Um, so like it's like I know I know I'm in a home that was built before 1980 when I walk in and I see studs on the walls. Yeah. Which I you know to me drywall's fairly inexpensive. Sure. To put up. Um, in fact, uh, I think I think uh, right now average drywall's running like 50 cents a square foot mm-hmm. to, to to install. So um, not bad at all. And so, you know, it makes sense. And, and most homes are going to have it, so it's not a big deal. But, uh, I mean, this system's just really cool. So here's you know? here's its here's the, the the chink in the armor. Okay, bring okay. it. Bring it. Well, and it, where I think they have the advantage here over everybody else, because mm-hmm. you know Milwaukee has their packout system. Yep. But it's just a packout system. Yep. They don't have a modular system for the wall. Um, right. Makita has nothing. No. Craftsman has a similar system. Yeah, but theirs are theirs doesn't. I mean, you have to have the the difference is there's no crossover. No, it's no crossover. It's just long railings that you have some things you can put on. Yeah. But, but they, they also ones, have a packout system. They do. Of theirs is probably the most robust beyond this one, except yes. for the packout system that Milwaukee has. Their packout systems. It's really good. I'm really interested to see if Roby's see what I did there again. Uh-huh. If theirs is um, anywhere close to as good as Milwaukee's is. One of the things that I saw on the Milwaukee line that I haven't seen from the Ryobi, Ryobi, whatever, <laughs> you got me doing it now, um, <laughs> is they have a uh, battery generator and light system for oh. their pack out. Yeah. So you can USB plug in and all this kind of stuff. So like they have that for that. For that system. Okay. Um, but also, uh, it, it looks... Anyway, so Craftsman has... Craftsman's the only, only one that's even doing something even remotely close to what Ryobi's doing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Rigid has a pack-out system. Uh-huh. But Rigid also has more of like an industrial tool line. Um, yes. And so like they're not necessarily playing to the homeowner like Ryobi and, and some of these other tool lines are, although they should. They make a great tool. Yeah, they do. Um, the the only thing is there's one company that makes a better wall organization system than any of them, um, and that's Alpha. Oh, yeah. And I so I'm interested to know, like, does Alpha have stuff for 
that that can hold this much weight and that does oh, yeah. and that does power tools. I'm I, I don't I'm not even looking at their website and I'm I'm willing to to bet money that Alpha can hold more weight. Okay. Than than what the Rio V1 does. Okay. Well, I, I that won't su- that wouldn't surprise me. But do, do they have stuff for power tools specifically? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I I agree with you. The Alpha system, which you buy at the container store, it's the only place is, you can buy it. It's the only buy, place you can buy it. But at least last time it's, I checked. I yeah. I don't think you can anywhere else. We've had it before, and I know your mom used to sell it. And well, we have um, a ton of you it. You have a ton of it here. It's so good. Well, and we we have it in the garage at the shop. Oh, okay. Um, it's fantastic. Oh, I love it. It's so well made. Yeah, I mean, like the the stuff. I think the stuff we have in the house is it's getting close to that's ten to twelve years old. Yeah, and like they still make it the exact same way. Yeah, and so all the pieces still fit together. We can mix and match it. Uh, it's it's primarily like an, a closet system. Sure. Which at some point we should probably do an episode on on what they what they offer for the closet because mm-hmm. I've I've installed and had many many different Alpha systems and I, I I mean I've seen some really intricate ones. Yeah. It's insane what those things can do. Yeah. Um. So, but they also have a garage line that does everything that the Ryobi one does. Yeah. Except for integrate the packout system, they don't have a tool packout system that can integrate with their wall, and I think I think that is the uh, the, the hidden gem here is integration. Sure, yeah, yeah, and and one of the things that um, that I'm I'm seeing uh, in the chat coming from Rod is he's saying the docket system is really good uh, from Ryobi. And what's the docket system? They've got like all their, they've got all everything from battery chargers to, uh, drill bits and, um, like, uh, I just lost the name of it. What are the, they're not drill bits, but they're the things that go in the screwdriver. What are they called? Bits, just bits, just bits, just the bits, just the bits, all those things. Um, they're, they're in like small cases and they, they like stack. Yeah, and the docket system. I, I'm in, I'm interested to know if it if it fits into this as well. I would think that it would. I mean, because why wouldn't it? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I had to. I mean, it, I had to design my own battery station for my garage. Right, you did. Um, which and it kind of like, kind of looks similar to some of this stuff. Oh, do I, I, yeah. I need to, I need to look at it because like I I I, I was in a situation where I had. I mean, gosh, I've think I've got like 15 different batteries now because I've got so many of these things. Yeah. Um, and I be every time I get a new tool, it's like, well, we'll just throw in a charger. And I'm like, what's a, I don't need another charger. So I, right. just, I just made a wall of chargers. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, because if you're doing very much work for any long-term period, you need more than one battery. Mm-hmm. Figuring out how to charge them is, I mean, and they've got some great, some great systems for which to do that with where you can... Yeah, they have like you know, the six and one the that you can buy. And, exactly. But I mean, like at this point, I, I have six of them. Yeah. I don't need to go spend another 150 bucks to buy their charger that no. does the exact same thing that I can put on my wall. Sure. Because each one of those, if you look on the back of those chargers, they usually have a wall mount on them. Mm-hmm. And it, it just is. takes a screw. It, yeah. They're not heavy. No, they're not bad at all. So, I mean, the even with the battery in it, they're not that heavy. Mm-mm. So... It, you know, you you can make it work. I, I may take a picture of mine and post it up. The the difference between some of those and like what you're talking about though is, I mean, you've got multiple things to plug in mm-hmm. where their charger 
just has one plug. You know, it's like a, it's like an outlet. Right. Strip outlet. What's it called? Is that power Out, outlet. Power outlet strip. I don't know. Power I, strip. I'm losing all my words. I can't think of the words. I hadn't even had any. Some, any, any see? Nothing to drink. I'll find it now. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'll make up one. It'll become canon. <laughs> I'm fine with that. All right. Well, what, what have we uh, not talked about whenever it comes to this thing? I think that's it. I mean, the only thing that I'm not really seeing integrated, uh, I mean, like, it, it show in the pictures that it has for this thing, it shows the lawnmower on the wall. Yeah. But I, I don't see anything that shows me other than, like, it's just propped up against the wall. Yeah. To me, it looks like it's propped up against the wall. And if you look closely, um, it looks like the way, and I we don't have one of these things, so we don't really know, but it looks like the way it, the handle folds down, mm-hmm. that there's like little feet that keep it from rolling. Tilting? From Yeah, so it's it's got, it, it basically stands on end. Hmm. That's what it looks like to me. That would be cool. Dude, did I tell you that um, I saw it was a 52-inch uh, electric uh, zero turn Cub Cadet the other day. Oh really, Cub yeah. Cadet? Yes. Huh. I mean, I've seen the Ego. I've seen. I know Greenworks has one. Um, Ryobi has one too now, right? Yes, they yeah. do. It's and not. It's not, not s- that big. Right, but I've not seen a Cub Cadet one. I, I, yeah, I saw them the other day, and you can tell that they're the electric because they're almost indistinguishable. Uh, unless you know what you're looking for, and they have like blue labeling mm. on them, at, you know, because Cub, Cub Cadets usually yellow. like yellow. Yeah. But it's it's the same yellow body uh-huh. as all the other Cub Cadets, but it's got blue uh, labeling on aren't, everything. Aren't all Cub Cadet labels blue? No, they're black. Usually, yeah. Okay. I, hmm. So they they and it's not it's you know how like it's like Cub Cadet, but like it's like a black label with like white lettering. Yes. So it's still black, but like they've got like a blue outline to everything. Interesting. On it to indicate that it's it's electric. It's electric. Line. Yeah, I like that. I I I had a Cub Cadet before I bought um the lawnmower that I currently have, and I loved that thing, man. Uh, do, I, I mean, they're that's a great lawnmower line. I've had nothing but good from mine. Yeah. Um. The the well, particularly the motor on it, which I was surprised by, which is a Kohler motor. Oh yeah. Um, interesting. And I, you know, like I've, I've been a fanboy of Honda motors for years and years mm-hmm. and years and years. And it was really difficult for me to buy something that didn't have a Honda motor on yeah. it for my lawnmower. But this Kohler motor has been fantastic. Yeah. The <laughs> and I think most everybody else that kind of goes the, uh, Briggs and Stratton, Briggs and Stratton. That's what I've got. And I, and it's, a, it has the one I've got currently as a Briggs and Stratton. It's okay. I think they can sometimes be hit or miss, but the Hondas have always been, Really, really that, that's that's kind of my point is Briggs and Stratton like I don't think they're a bad engine but I can I can definitely tell that you were shopping on price when I see a Briggs and Stratton motor sure. on whatever it is that you've got uh-huh. it's not to say that it's a bad motor I've I've had Briggs and Stratton motors they're good motors yeah Hondas are better sure every time yep it's why they they drive like four and five hundred thousand miles I that's I mean it's a long way to take your lawnmower but it's worth it. I, I would, all you gotta do is change the oil. I, I would argue that small small engine Hondas are better than the Honda motors and cars. Sure, I would too. I mean, I, I've just I've never seen one go bad Mm-mm. that's been taken care of. Right. So, 
That I little, grew up. Put actually, that little asterisk in there. Yeah, thank you. I actually grew up. Uh, my dad always had John Deere lawn mowers, mm-hmm. push mowers, and they were always great because, I mean, they had those those John Deere motors in them where they were really good. I, I think that they eventually kind of went down hill but um yeah I was at gonna one say point you, they were really good you you nowadays you just you're you're paying a lot of money for green paint oh yeah <laughs> john deere green I'll just get you a honda motor and paint it green yeah well <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work yeah it's less money <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true you gotta go buy that kelly green you know it's it's kind of like if you want to wear those brand name clothes sometimes you gotta go to the resale shop that's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Go to Dillard's, whatever they got the sixty-six percent off. That's right. That's the only way you get that. All right, man. Uh, well, cool. I think that about does it. Thanks for downloading today's episode. We have had a blast telling you about the new Ryobi Link system, and uh, hopefully it'll be coming out soon. Whenever it does, we'll let you know and uh, put a link in our in our show notes for it. But uh, Craig, you got anything else? No. If you haven't yet, go ahead and click the follow the bell. The click. Thing, the thumbs, the whatever, you know, follow the show. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. We're here each and every Tuesday. Do it because you love us. Well, yeah. And even if you don't, just do it because you want to be nice. Yeah, it's the be right nice, thing to do. Be anymore. a nice person. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about does it. Until next time, we'll see you later.